ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ Everybody, welcome to What in the World. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Hi, guys. I am Quintus. I am. I'm. I am <laughs> committed to trying to put out like an NP, just one like NPR style episode. The like entire episode, straightforward. Like, don't there's no way it. we the, like. How, hey, we're doing a bit. How like, long? How long would the episode be though? Because there's no way. Well, the, all of those episodes are like 18 minutes, so <laughs> it would be fine. Oh, we would have to 18. And, and then, no breaking character. Oh, that's a that's an exercise. That's a. And then Quincy said, and then I just play a pre-recorded clip of you talking, <laughs> and then I come back in and finish telling the story. It would be my fucking nightmare. I also, I, we've been on break for a long time. I haven't recorded in 14 solid days. Wow, man. How was rehab? It was not what I expected. <laughs> if it was rehab, there were a lot of drugs there. Nice. Because I was expecting a break. And Seriously? Nice. I just had chaos. And it was a nightmare. I've never needed a break more than I do now coming back from a two-week break. Imagine that recording podcast is now your solace away from the chaos of normal it's life. It's sort of like that, yeah. Uh, it feels, it feels good to be back. The universe has a way, man. The universe has a way. We put out our first three-hour episode over the Christmas break, Andy nice. Sell. Oh, is that the one you were telling me about? The Ghoul School episode? Yeah. Where me and him did like a two-hour recording, and then he recorded another hour and 45 minutes and somehow got that down to around three hours most people were way into it okay we had one complaint and i told that person that next time we have a three-hour episode we're going to release it as 36 five-minute episodes <laughs> which would be a fun wu-tang podcast if we just did 36 five-minute episodes about wu-tang that would be interesting like one of like there's some stuff we'd have to cover for more than five minutes, so we would just have like five parts at one point. <laughs> five parts on ODB. Download the 36 chambers is what we'd call that. Hell yeah. I'm fucking into it. But uh, that is a smooth segue into what we're talking about this week. How was your break? My break was great, man. Got to relax, hung out with people, hung out with normal people, hated every minute of it. Now I'm back in LA trying to make it happen. So. It's just the worst. Oh, God. Just the worst hanging uh... out with normal people. We are talking. <laughs> About This is the thing we've talked about a little bit on the podcast before. We're talking about Huawei, which is a Chinese smartphone company or just internet technology Oh, company. I thought it, 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 when you first said it, it just sounded delicious. So I thought we were eating It does. I, 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 I thought we were going out. To, I thought this was just a big surprise to say, hey, we're going to Huawei. It's a great bring new, in the Huawei, a please? New, a new fusion place we found, Huawei. Huawei and some bok choy, mm. please. Uh, Huawei is a phone company it's spelled h-u-a-w-e-i and that's how it's, it's pronounced not spelled american but we won't hold that against them right. or will we oh we will dun, dun, dun. and to some extent we're talking about zte also which mm. is another smartphone maker that's what football player that's why we were talking about football players they get zte they get zte from all of the concussions yes yes from uh holding cell phones while on the field that's right. why you can't have props while guys. while their girlfriends scream at them <laughs> and then they go home and they punch that girlfriend Uh oh 
and then everyone has ZTE. Whoa, ZTE all around. This thing's spreading. Yeah, yeah. It's a we nightmare. Need to, we need to find out the truth, as uh, Will Smith said. Tell the, the truth. The truth. Uh, we're talk- the, the reason we're talking about it, and this is, uh, if you listen to Good Luck America this week, which is our American news and politics podcast that goes up on Monday, then you already know this is kind of a joint episode. Joint in that we're all in the same room together? Oh, no. We're going to see Chet tomorrow night. We don't need... It'll, it'll be this the roast fine. of Chet Wilde tomorrow. That's going to yeah, be great. This is, this is fine. Uh, we did Good Luck America about the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, mm-hmm. which I think we've talked about on this podcast before, too, mm-hmm. which is a power that the president has that allows him to control a lot of areas of life as it pertains to money. And we go kind of in depth about the AIPA as we were calling it on that episode. Aipa. 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 Is, wait, can we, is that, isn't that how the Jewish celebrate? Can we say Jewish? Yeah, you're. Aipa. Opa. Oh, that's the Greeks. Greeks. Yep, we're going. Cool. Okay. Close enough. Close enough. They're Close fine. enough. Do, do you take a boat and then you get in on a pack mule and go over a, a hill and it's like the same place? From Greece to. To Israel? Israel? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that probably works out. I'm not a geography major. Just do a podcast about international news and events. And the reason we talked about AIPA on that episode is because Trump is invoking the International Emergency Economic Powers Act in his fight against Huawei. They're thinking of issuing an executive order that would invoke this act, and it would basically outlaw... It would forbid... Telecom carriers, smartphone makers, anything of the like, internet providers from buying any equipment from. They probably won't name these two companies specifically. It's probably just going to say something like uh, "foreign governments hostile to the United States." Well, and yeah, any will... any companies who have been deemed uh, or have been flagged as hostile right. or working with a which hostile would be China, which yeah. And there's only really one country you're talking about when it comes to our internet infrastructure. It's either us or China. Mm -hmm. Like, they... Take that, Zimbabwe. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiots. (laughs) And Huawei, they don't... They're not a big company here, and we've made, like, a really concerted effort to make sure they're not. But they are the second biggest smartphone maker in in, in the world. Second biggest telecom company. They're bigger than Apple. Bigger than Apple. And Apple has the iPhone. Apple has the iPhone. The only only company that makes more smartphones is Samsung, hmm. which I found that really surprising. I uh, have a uh, Huawei phone now. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but how would you? Why would you think Samsung wouldn't be number one? They make Android phones. Android's a better phone. I agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't fuck with iPhones. No I haven't had. I, I don't think I've had one for like. Eight years? Oh man, you you you're living a better life now. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have a Huawei phone because I figure I'm like I, I'm not a Chinese dissident. You've been, you've been spying this whole time, bro. I mean, maybe they see me taking shits or Fucking whatever. I don't Adam care. Adam Sleeper Sale Brown, and it's a good phone, and it's so cheap. Like hmm. it was two hundred and twenty nine dollars, nice. and it's basically like an LG G whatever the latest LG phone is. Mm-hmm. And then they have like like they have their version of the iPhone X. It's they're, they're good phones. Oh no, and, their 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 phone actually gets better to, uh, review ratings online than 
Apple's yeah. iPhone X. They're, they're really good phones. XS. And one thing to take into account when you hear all this scary stuff about them spying, these phones, it's the second biggest smartphone maker, meaning mm-hmm. everywhere else in the world, these phones the are Chinese just... The Chinese are listening to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just... Like, that would have to be the case. Like, every other country is like, well, we know they're spying on us, but it's fine. Is it that, or is every other country like, they're not fucking spying on us? Like, just buy this phone if you want this phone. Well, we don't know, officially, we don't know what they're t- doing. Because they, they're, they're, this is the same company that's building the technology to watch every Chinese citizen simultaneously. Is it the same company? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Like, they're good at what they do. <laughs> yeah, they're very good. But the problem is, is that they know that this technology, along with their relationship with the Chinese government in terms of production, right? we don't know what they're putting, what Chinese, the Chinese government is doing behind the scenes in terms of putting encrypted listening devices into these phones. Yeah. Being they Are they able to hack any network that uses these phones primarily? Because if that's the case, if they ever wanted to stage a hostile takeover of a residential area... Well, if all of these uh, Huawei phones are in this country, guess what? This country no right. longer has telecommunication. Yeah, the we it's in the notes at the end of the episode, but one of the arguments against that is think of China's trade deficit with us. We send them like 180 billion in exports. They send us something like 480 billion mm-hmm. in exports. We're their biggest customer. Like, no matter who likes it, whether they can hate it all they want, we can hate it all we want, they they rely on a strong American economy to exist mm-hmm. to some extent. And, like, even though we're, we're singling out Huawei, like, where, where are our iPhones made? They're made in China. Yeah. Like, all of our phones are made in China. We're, 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 we're bringing those jobs back exactly that's what we're doing uh... and so what we're really saying is this one company in china is spying on us when why wouldn't they just if they're building the phones there because what we are accusing them of and Mm -hmm. we'll get into more detail is literally putting chips in fucking servers to spy on us Mm -hmm. and if china could do that through this one company why wouldn't they do it through apple that's not the real reason that's the reason they're putting out oh, yeah. to the public. Right. Like, the real reasoning is behind 5G technology. Right, right. But we don't want to whole... get beat to building 5G networks, because for some reason we haven't been. Like, why Why the fuck it's, haven't we it, been doing because that? Because this is wind power all over again. We, as a country, like to get set in our ways. AT&T did not decide that uh, telecom... Or or in or, or cellular technology was important until after Sprint had cornered the market. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it was a well, we've been doing it this way, and everybody's gonna keep a landline in their house. That's a tradition, and you gotta have a house phone. Nah, bruh. Yeah. So much of Blockbuster went out of business when they could have bought Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Blockbuster laughed way. Netflix out of the room because it's like we're set in our ways. Nobody thought, oh wow, the future is coming. And they, yeah, we're, they, there's money in it. I feel the same way about Playboy because Playboy mm-hmm. was really slow to embrace the internet. Mm-hmm. Like they were still selling DVDs in like fucking 2009, 2010. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. 
Like, nobody's getting porn that way anymore. And they just didn't give a shit. And they, like, really, really late in the game started making a push for the internet. And everyone was like, whatever, dad. Get out of the fucking room. Look at you trying to put a girl online like we haven't seen this before. Oh, you want us to pay for this? Okay. Oh, you want us to pay for a centerfold, behind-the-scenes centerfold shoot? Ooh, yeah, that's that's I'll just pull her up on Instagram. Don't worry about it. (laughs) But you're right. It, a lot of this is, I think, just meant to keep these two companies out of the the market. Yeah. Because 5G is the new thing. It's almost, it's close to being available in LA. I might fucking invest in it because it yeah. would be good to have super fast internet for where I record. And yeah, AT&T, they're offering it now in like seven cities. Yeah. And LA's going to be one of them, but it's not here yet. And yeah, I, like these, we just don't want to be beat to the punch by China. Because it's so many billions of dollars right. in revenue that that will be lost if you're not the number one if right. you're not the number one brand, you're done. And the lengths we're going to to stop them from doing that are pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh and this is just one of the, one of the most recent things. This executive mm. order that's gonna invoke AIPA. Uh AIPA. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what's really interesting is Surprise, the people who are going to be most impacted by this are people in rural areas. Well, we're going to, well, they don't really exist, so it's fine. Yeah. They're like ghosts. They're like flyover states, we call them, (laughs) until they get fucking Trump elected because everyone calls them flyover states forever. And those are the areas that are going to be impacted by this because most major cities have done away with Huawei equipment a long time ago. Mm. But it's these rural areas. Uh, there is, what's it called? The Rural Wireless Association, which Mm -hmm. is a group of internet providers that represents carriers with fewer than 100,000 subscribers. And they, a lot of them have straight up asked, does this mean we have to tear out our equipment and replace it? And the government's just been like, eh, we don't know. Maybe. (laughs) And for the R... For RWA members to replace their equipment, which it's significantly cheaper to buy it from China, like everything in life, uh, to replace their equipment would cost them $800 million to $1 billion, which would all go to us taxpayers, right? Come on, baby. Woo! Bringing back jobs. The market. market. Yeah. Dow is up 200 points after falling 600. We're doing fine. We're doing, We're doing so wait. good. Yeah. Oh, it, wait. No, but also they have to give some of that money to the major carriers because we don't. We don't like independent internet in oh. this country. Oh, God, no. Yeah, Chattanooga yeah. did that, and then we were like, oh, oh, oh we no. Don't, no, no, no. no you will put Verizon out of business. No, thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's crazy the lengths we go to to keep shitty companies in business. Like, just fucking, we don't need Verizon to give us internet. Like, we could all build, every fucking town could build their own internet like Chattanooga, and we'd be way better off. Yeah, but- then who would be in charge? Exactly. And how would we how would we monitor it? Uh, Most important. Honor system? Yeah. Yeah. That I think that that's I, what we're working hey, on now. Hey man, I just don't want my kids to get uh, in, to interact with MS13 online and buy drugs that are coming in over the border because there's no wall. Right. Yeah, no, I want it to happen on the streets. Yeah. Where yeah. I don't have to see it. I don't want I don't want my kids to you you saw Chris Hansen's to catch a predator. I they, heard he rebooted that they, somewhere well, on his all, own. There's always diddlers, bro. 
They're going to be out there. They're always the, to catch diddler. a predator. Industry is never going to die. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's going to be booming, but there's always a diddler. Unfortunately, right. that's it's gross out there. So uh, let's talk about why we hate this. More like w- why way we hate this. Whoa, company. Hey, come on, <laughs> come on. He's here all night, guys. Tip your weight staff. We've been fighting with them over alleged espionage ties since around 2000, at least. Mm-hmm. Possibly a little further back than that. And one of the things we've accused them of is intellectual property theft, which probably like that. But also Samsung and Apple have accused each other of that also. And again, just a reminder, all these phones are... Are Samsung's phones even made in South Korea? Yes. Are they... They're made in South Korea. They don't make them in China? No, they make them in Korea. I I think it's the only thing keeping Korea afloat. I bet those kids are treated really well. No, nah, not at all. Yeah, yeah. They all have to get the Kim Jong haircut. It's weird. Yeah. No, this is South Korea. Oh, it's the the, the bottom one. Never yeah. Mind. Never mind. Sorry. They had a woman president not too long ago. She had the and Kim Jong haircut, too. She had right. a friend who like spent too much on a handbag, and they were like, fucking get out of office, lady. Hey, well, women be shopping, you know? That's a good point. Women be Hashtag shopping. women be shopping. <laughs> Let's get that trending. <laughs> what in the world, army? Uh... So yeah, starting around 2010, ironically or inter- coincidentally enough, right around the time where smartphones really start taking off, because the iPhone came out in what 2007. Well, that's when that's when the the touch screen like large right large phone. Because remember, it, it was phones are getting too big. We need smaller. We need smaller. And then Candy Crush came out, and everybody, I need a big phone as yeah. big a phone as possible to enjoy my life. Right. I need to be just under the size of an iPad. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time I picked up a Samsung Galaxy Note. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's heaven. This is a TV screen, and I love it. Yes. Yes. I have a Note now, and it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I I had a Note for a long time. I might might look into another one. Get back to the Note, Because they were all explodey for a while there. They're so much better now. Now that they're not exploding? No, they're they're not exploding. They're so much better. (laughs) Yeah, I might get back into it, because who knows if I'll be able to buy another Huawei phone. Uh, You will, but not in America? You can get them. I got mine on Amazon. Well, I mean, you can get anything on Amazon. Yeah. That's why I hate Bezos. You can't get them at, like, you can't go to Verizon. Oh, no, no retailer will carry it. Any retailer. You don't want want the Chinese spy equipment on American shelves. Hell nah. Just on America's digital shows. Just watching us. Right. (laughs) And so around that time, around when smartphones started becoming a thing, we started warning first government agencies and then private companies of what we said were clear-cut cases of Huawei serving as a proxy for espionage conducted by the Chinese government. And in 2012, the U.S. House Intelligence Committee released a report following an investigation into Huawei. Let's check out this quote. (laughs) The committee received almost no information on the role of Chinese Communist Party Committee within Huawei or specifics about how Huawei interacts in formal channels with the Chinese government. Huawei refused to provide details about its business operations in the United States, failed to disclose details of its dealings with the Chinese military, or intelligence services, and would not provide clear answers on the firm's decision-making process. Am I crazy, or could that just be they were saying, we're not spying? Because all that statement is saying is they wouldn't tell us how they work with the Chinese government. Well, see, it's not that they wouldn't tell us. It's they wouldn't offer 
any information. Right. But they also... Because it's, it's, if you're saying you don't work with the Chinese government, no, you're a Chinese multi-billion dollar business. There's no way you're not working with the Chinese government. So to refuse to give any information is a red flag. It has to be. I, I don't think it is because what, like when the government comes knocking on Google and Facebook's door, mm -hmm. a lot of times they're like, no, we're not giving you what you're asking no, for. No, but see, but that's when the American government comes. Now, if Facebook were to go into China, right? Right. And then set up shop. And then the Chinese government says, hey, Facebook, what interactions have you had with the American government? And then Facebook goes, oh, we don't we don't deal with the American government. Yeah. That's like, no, we just saw you on TV. But isn't that what Facebook would say? Well, no. I don't, they think, would... I don't think we would get Facebook in front of a bunch of TV cameras going, oh, yeah, we work with the, we work with the government totally. They, I, don't think, no, no. I don't think Facebook they would, would say they that. They would do the exact same thing uh, Huawei is doing and by going, we're not releasing this information, and then this is going to happen. Yeah, I just I, I I feel like as a Chinese company, if the U.S. government came at me like that, I'd be like, "Fuck you! I don't have to tell you anything." Like, because what are Apple's ties to the Chinese government? Their phones are made there. I mm -hmm. get that they're based here in theory, definitely not for tax purposes, but they're in theory based in the United States. But they make all their shit in China. Like, this could just as easily be Apple putting pressure. On the but, fucking but, government. But Apple, Apple pays money to the American government in taxes. Huawei is a Chinese national company. Do they? I believe so. Because didn't, like, some of these companies, like, how much is Apple? I know Apple's in the trillions, huh? That's what they're worth. Yeah. But they're not, that doesn't mean they're paying taxes. They gotta be paying taxes. They're an American company. They were Steve Wozniacki. They Steve moved jobs. That, all these companies the moved The Steves. That shit they're American Steves. Let's see. Yeah, there you go, Forbes. What the big? What the biggest companies paying taxes? Forbes. Talk to me, Forbes. Here we go. It looks like Apple did pay the most, so good for them. Uh, you're not going to put this in the form of a list. You get that we are on the internet. Oh my God, this, Forbes. Well, this is why Forbes. This is again. This is the Playboy yeah. model. It's like, come on, Grandpa, get it together. Yeah. What? Who wants to see this fucking wall of text? When I'm trying, fuck you. I don't care who the most profitable company is. Actually, go is back anymore. one. Go back one and just. Uh, oh, I just oh, closed never out mind. of it. Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. But Apple did pay like billions of dollars in taxes. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's great. But I also still don't. Like, I, I, I just don't find that statement all that conclusive in terms oh, of. Oh, no, it's not a conclusive statement. That's the statement going. They did it, like you said, the same way Facebook, when approached by a foreign government, would say the same thing. They did, Huawei did exactly what they're supposed to. Hey, you're not supposed to be in my business. I'm just selling something here. Right. And that was going to, that's either going to be used to say, hey, we're going to keep an eye on you, or hey, we can control the market, play, the market share you receive. Because right. Because at any point in time, hey, we're upset. These guys are a little shady. We need to back away. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 weird. Uh, if there's one thing I know about government, being conclusive is not good for business. Right. Because the minute you're conclusive, if something comes up and then Huawei gets it overturned or whatever happens, now you've got no place to go because you've already said these guys are bad. You can't backtrack, so now none of these bigwigs can make money. Right. None of your friends can invest. So instead, of, and you can't say they're a a good company because what happens if China is involved? You can't shut them down. You just gave them the oh, go ahead. Yeah. So where where was the intelligence when you told the American people? So never be conclusive. 
We're not getting enough of anything, so get it out of here. Yeah, it it would help if they just gave us something. Because I mean, we'll get to one. We won't get anything. We'll get to one story where it does seem like they found some solid evidence, but then when you get to the end of that story, it seems like they didn't. Like again, why would you be conclusive? They found something. No, they're being like the government. Right? The government's being pretty conclusive in saying don't buy any of this equipment. And they, they're saying they have a conclusive reason, which is that they're spies. So they're like, they're drawing that line for sure. Mm. I just, it almost feels like an Iraq, Iraq war situation where they've drawn the line and we're fucking going in, but we're all sort of standing here going, all right, but can we see why? Like, can you tell us like exactly why oh. this is the war that needs to happen no. right now? What you, do you want a reason for the trade war? We need a trade war. That's that's kind of what it feels like. That's that's it. This is just this is the Iraq war but without soldiers. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean the 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 trade war in general, like not just this mm-hmm. fight, but this is a big part of it. What is this uh what's the oh, video? Uh, click what's the video? What you get? You put a video in the yeah. notes, Quincy. Because this is uh this is how deep Huawei is in the game. If folks don't Huawei remember, technologies up to its eyeballs with the Chinese military. Back when John Kerry was running against Barack Obama, oh, the Democrats wow. put out a slam article saying that he from trying to was involved with trying to bring Huawei into. And Mitt Romney had a piece of the deal. I mean, Mitt Romney, not John Kerry, Mitt Romney. Oh yeah. To national security, even urged Romney to oppose the deal, but he said no, putting profits from China ahead of security. Yeah, America. see, this makes me buy okay, it Okay, so less. this was a deal that never actually happened. Uh, this was 2007, 2008 time frame. But that's uh, the thing. Cap- it's just, it's all politics again. Yeah. When that article came out, that was enough to make people go, whoa, Romney's involved with Chinese and Huawei. That's, they, the government said that they might be spying. He should yeah. already have known. And that was enough to turn voters away from him. Yeah. It's like we just need them to be like a boogeyman we can pull out as the example of how China is encroaching on our lives when they really i still don't think they are like i I don't feel like i'm being any more or less spied on with the phone i have now than you are with the phone you have right now oh i totally want to be spied on but it's just you know like everything american spies you know just want to keep it fucking yeah red white and blue trusty american spies they know what to do with the information yeah i'm saying i'm a patriot (laughs) i want to be spied on by americans Uh, so yeah, one of the things, one of the most recent developments in this story is we fucking arrested Huawei's CFO, uh, Meng Wanzhou. We actually had the homies do it for us. Yeah, we had Canada. You you don't, you don't put your hands on them personally. Right. You get the homies to do, you got a fall guy. Like Chris Carter said, always have a fall guy. Yeah. Because she probably thought she was safe going to Canada. Yeah. They they always think it's safe up there. I don't know. I Maple wonder if syrup she, and Drake. It's nice. I wonder if she had any indication she was going to be arrested because that is a bold move. Like think of like we one of the the things she's accused of. Uh, she was arrested earlier this month in Vancouver, Canada, as part of an investigation into a scheme to use the global banking system to evade U.S. sanctions against Iran. And the probe that we're doing includes. The company's use of HSBC holdings to make illegal transactions involving Iran. And I bring that up because, one, it's pertinent to what we're talking about. But also, if you want to make yourself really fucking angry tonight, go out and by that, I mean... Go out. Hilarious. Sit, I know. Sit on your couch. <laughs> get, to the, get outside. No. Uh, 
there's a Netflix series called Dirty Money, mm-hmm. which is re- it's really fucking good. Okay. It's like an investigative documentary series. And they do an episode, or they have an episode about HSBC. This is a company, it's a bank. I used to work near HSBC's- I used to see them in Illinois all the One time. of their headquarters, yeah. yeah. I think I've had a credit card through them. And a couple years ago, it came out that they were literally laundering- cartel drug money through their banks like just kind of openly and brazenly what what, how else are you going to get rid of that dirty cash bro and And get it into the and and get me a yacht we didn't arrest a single fucking person behind that all we did is find them 1.9 billion dollars your tax dollars at work so we basically said okay give us a cut of the money Mm -hmm. and we won't arrest you yeah so arresting this woman is a bold step. Like if they could do that and mm. we found it in our hearts to not arrest anyone, but we're taking this woman down. But again, we have escalated our trade. If war. you're going to use this is this like we you said earlier that we're using uh, Huawei as a as a boogeyman. We just double down on boogeyman here because. Yeah. To, to, to say that we have intelligence that the tele, the communications equipment Huawei sold Iran is helping them advance their nuclear program is what we use to get Canada to arrest that woman. Right. The total bullshit. Yeah. There's no I I I would love to see the evidence of that. Uh we like, don't have evidence of that. We we tore up the deal. Yeah, the, and there's, the Iran nuclear deal is dead. So now they have to be developing and there's probably weapon. people out there who are like, well, how would we even get evidence of that? Spies. Spies. You we said don't we do have it all the time. spies. What are you talking about? Only other countries have spies and they're spying on us. Zero Days is another good documentary. Uh, speaking of spies and Iran, because it's about the Stuxnet virus and the way the Stuxnet virus spread, like we legitimately broke into Iran's nuclear facilities and mm-hmm. installed that shit with a flash drive. And then Israel put it on the internet because it wasn't working fast enough. And now we all got it. It's yeah. the HPV of computer viruses. Nice. My computer has HPV too. I think my computer gave a bunch of people HPV. <laughs> so this woman's facing 30 years per charge if she's extradited to the US. And what we our claim is that from 2009 to 2014, Huawei used a Hong Kong based company called Skycom Tech to carry out business in Iran despite US and European bans on doing that. And in 2013, Skycom attempted to sell embargoed Hewlett-Packard computer equipment to Iran's largest mobile phone provider. Meng Wanzhou served on the board of Skycom between February 2008 and April 2009. Hell of a run. Right. She had, I think she was, she's the GOAT of <laughs> Skycom. Undefeated. Skycom directors. Never took an end. Never lost. So that's one of the things we're claiming is mm-hmm. that they Huawei used this sort of front company to get around Iran to get around sanctions on Iran so they could sell equipment mm-hmm. in Iran. And for that we arrested their CFO in Canada or had her arrested. And this story I think is the craziest when it when it comes to this situation. There was a story earlier this year that made the rounds about how China had managed to install a tiny microchip in a bunch of devices that were used by several government agencies and companies and that they were able to use those chips to spy on us. 
And it's it's a story on Bloomberg. Yes, Bloomberg. It's called News. The Big Hack, How China Used a Tiny Chip to Infiltrate America's Top Companies. And that tiny chip was a Lay's potato chip. It was they bet call you, it they say it was just one. They say it was the size of a grain of rice, which I was like, mm, that's racist. Come on. <laughs> In this context, you can't say like a snowflake, the head of a pencil, anything. You had to go grain of rice. Remember when that ESPN article came out and the headline it was about Jeremy Lin? And he'd been, sanity. he'd been fucking killing it with the mm-hmm. Knicks and then had a couple bad games. And someone, the headline said, a chink in the armor. Oh, no, they didn't. Which doesn't mean that, but that's not the headline you want to use. <laughs> you can use that for anyone anything else. else. Anything else. Almost any other player in the NBA, you can use that fucking you headline talk about, for. You could have do that for the dog who, if it was a Shih Tzu or a Chow yeah. Chow that lost the Westminster Dog Show, yeah. you could still use that article, a headline. It would be weird, but you'd get away with it. Yeah. Even oh. a, yeah. Bad choice. Oh, boy. Uh, so this story, it... it, it it talks about a company called Elemental Technologies, and this is a company that makes file compression software. And the the software they make, it allows us to do everything from stream the Olympics, which often happen way out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. compared to the United States. Uh, but also, it streams drone footage to the CIA. It streams porn directly to your laptop. You know, like... You, All that stuff. You ever realized how fast those uh, pop-up ads load now? Like with full HD video for like I've never seen graphics so crisp on my own computer until the pop-up comes up, and it's like, oh, I, that's this. This is a this has great resolution. It's like a window into another world. How did you get so clear? It's so oh, this uh, file compression technology they're using now. Yeah, and it, it's just what it sounds like. It makes files smaller, so you can send them faster. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's pretty basic, but also the most complicated thing on earth. And Amazon was considering, this is all according to this Bloomberg story, Mm -hmm. and that that detail is very important. According to this story, Amazon was considering acquiring Elemental, so they had a third party do do some due diligence. Do the due diligence. The American way. Do that due. Missionary due diligence. And during that process, something prompted them to look closer at Elemental's main product, which are these servers that companies install on their networks to handle this file compression. Mm -hmm. And they get those servers from a San Jose-based company called Supermicro. And basically, Amazon had someone at Elemental pack up a bunch of these servers and send them to them so they could look at them. Mm -hmm. And Amazon, again, according to the story, found a tiny microchip on the motherboards of those servers that weren't part of the original design. And see, this honestly makes me think that this was done specifically to look for the any type of chips or uh, abnormalities. Right. Because Amazon went through a a sub a sub company in order to acquire the product because Amazon ordering Elemental's product would be a red flag. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So well, strange twist. Despite the story saying that Amazon found these uh, like spy chips, mm-hmm. Amazon still bought Elemental. They still they still well, went. Man, I mean, obviously, it's a great product. They right? went, Why would? <laughs> I mean, sure, you've been hacked by the government or you've been you know corrupted or whatever. But at the end of the day, guess what? We I know a good product when I see one. See, that's 
that's the dilemma. Is the, like, who's lying? Is, we is the we question. knew Daryl Strawberry was doing cocaine on the field, and we still gave him another contract because we know a good product when he just like he knows a good product when he sniffs. <laughs> exactly, like, we know. <laughs> and so what? What this story claims, and what the U.S. claims. And by the way, these servers are not just used by the CIA, also Department of Defense, all of our Navy warships, mm. all use these servers. And during this probe, they determined that these chips would allow attackers to create a stealth doorway into any network that included the altered machines. And we just straight up claimed that these chips were inserted by operatives from a unit of the People's Liberation Army during the manuf- manufacturing process. But, like I said, not only did Amazon go ahead with acquiring... Oh, that, was a, that was a win-win on both sides. See, that this if, if you believe in enough conspiracy theory, you understand that that worked out well for everyone involved. See, that's a thing. There's no loser in this sting operation. Right. And that that's that's the thing. It's I just... I don't trust our government enough to be confident that this isn't just all a cover for them wanting to spy on us more. Like, I don't, I, I, I mean, I get that there's also the competition angle and we mm. want to build the infrastructure first. But if any of this has anything to do with spying, it's because those companies that we do like that still make their phones in China, which could just as easily be compromised in mm-hmm. an attack like this, which is one of the hardest attacks to pull off, where you're putting malicious shit in during the manufacturing process. Mm-hmm. Like, what would stop China from doing that at Apple factories? The, the Well, I, I look at it from this perspective. If we can find the chip that they put in to spy on us and the equipment, we can then put the chip back into the equipment to spy for ourselves. We could also put it there in the first place and say we found it. Of course. It, and this, it, this is one of those perfect situations where everybody wins. Amazon right. wanted a company's technology at a cheap price, right? So why not go for a company whose technology is great, but also, hey, if you help us out here and getting, you know what I'm saying, and getting the information that we need or however you want to put it, you can get this company for pennies on the dollar. And now you have your streaming service because you can send out HD video Better than anybody else. Right. It all where everybody wins. The one interesting thing, though, is Amazon said it's not true. All of these companies, this is... Uh, of course you can't. You can't admit it. You just did a government sting operation. You can't admit the truth. I say, Yeah, I still feel like it might be the government doing it, though. I feel, I feel like there's... I don't know. At the end of the article, that Bloomberg article, they put it right in the article. These are all quotes from the different companies uh, at the end of that article. Amazon, quote, it's untrue that AWS knew about a supply chain compromise, an issue with malicious chips or hardware modifications when acquiring Elemental. Apple said, on this, we can be very clear. Apple has never found malicious chips, hardware manipulations, or vulnerabilities purposely planted in any server. And Supermicro, their quote, we remain unaware of any such investigation. So this is another thing where the- Okay, but did, has Supermicro ever denied purchasing those servers for whoever? No, so that's, Supermicro works with uh, the company that, with Elemental. Mm-hmm. Elemental, I think 
Supermicro must make the servers? I don't know. Like, Elemental must be some sort of middleman that uses the servers for mm-hmm. their specific purpose. But yeah, no, that, that, that part, everyone, like, no one's being secretive about that, that uh, where they got the servers from. Okay. It's just everyone's saying, no, we didn't find, no one found chips anywhere. And it's one of those things where it's like, who's telling the truth? Like I don't trust any of these motherfuckers. But that's the thing. I don't trust Apple. You can't I don't trust... trust any of them or the Chinese government. So you just right. it's, it's an all around level of distrust. Then you just gotta end up not knowing that you can't trust the one closest to you. So that's us. I do think a a widespread espionage effort involving putting <clears throat> chips in technology is a very risky thing for China to do if they really did it. Mm-hmm. And we talked about why earlier in the episode because of money. Like they they rely on us and our economy. But okay, but the same way being able to control uh, a city's power grid, whether you uh, initiate like you execute it or not, but knowing that you're able to is enough of a power to say, well, now we can look, man. If you don't fucking play by our trade rules, your cities are going to be without power for a while. Right. And we'd be like, okay, well, where are you going to send your fucking lead paint toys to? <laughs> Africa. You think you're going to fucking ship those to Romania, Venezuela. Pal? We're the ones with Nicaragua. the money. And th- then the- you could be like, well, you won't have money after that. And we'd be like, yeah. So where are you going to send your fucking lead paint toys to? We are their best customer. Why wouldn't? See, I just, I don't know. It's a, it's a crazy story. Like there, there's so much. Maybe China's been trying to protect us from Russia for to protect us from Russia this whole time, and we just. What if they're trying to protect love. us from America? Whoa, Ooh, blew my mind. Holy shit, mind that's probably blown, bro. I don't think we can even talk about this anymore. That does sound like something President Xi would do because he's such a great guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, I this just, is just this is just him fighting the deep state, baby. I I laugh every day at the fact that he had Winnie the Pooh outlawed after that picture came out with him and Donald Trump. Who did? Uh, President President Xi over in China had Winnie the Pooh outlawed. Yeah, because it, nice. He, he, they said that the character he looked like Winnie the Pooh while walking, and so then he had Winnie the Pooh outlawed. Oh, it's so funny. See, you got to be like that. The that's the dictator you can believe in. You know where, I mean? Where's the last dictator in Europe? Was it Belarus? Remember we did the ep- episode about that guy and someone made a face swapping app where you could put his face on any face. And he just invested in it. And that he was shit. like, oh, that's great. Let's make more of this. And now they're like a fucking tech hub yeah, of yeah. Europe, but they still have a dictator, a dictator in, in charge. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. There you go. But I mean, I mean, I just, there's so many little, little Asian kids that, are, well, I say, so many Chinese kids that will never know the joy of Tigger and Eeyore. Right, right. Because of this man's insecurity. It's just hilarious. But I feel me. like through our work and the work of so many other investigative journalist types, <laughs> they will know the joy of suicide nets someday. Oh, one day. Fingers crossed. Just kids. bounce right back to work. Hopefully you can get there. Yeah. One day. You'll make it back in that window. One day. Someday. So that is our episode. I'm still fucking with Huawei at least until March. That's when I've decided I'm. Yeah, man, get yourself a Huawei phone while you can, because they're they're great. I've got yeah, I've had mine since. They're not as good as Galaxy Notes, obviously, but I mean, if you want, I do like a Samsung. Anything better than an Apple? Anything? Get a Huawei phone. Yeah, I can't. I can't fuck with an iPhone. Uh, but we'll see. If my phone just makes me a communist one day, I guess I will. I will have learned my lesson and. I'll be finding out what communism's like. Democracy doesn't seem that great. I hear it's cold there. Yeah. 
Well, it's one of the to be a communist country, it has to be cold. Is that why they're doing communism? Climate? Doesn't grow in in heat is except that, in Central and South America. Is that why? Forget I said any of that. <laughs> is that why they're changing the climate on us so they can move right. in comfortably? Hell yeah! They learned from Napoleon. They can't go where it's hot, so it's like, hey man, I mean, <laughs> we'll just we'll just we'll just make it cold there with these satellites, and then we'll take over. Right. Get a get an idiot elected with a naked selfie. Ugh. I hope we don't have to see his dick. Or maybe I want to see it. I don't know. I'd take a look. That means Robert Mueller has seen. Oh, what if he jerks off to it? Oh, he probably does. Like, I got you now. Ooh, I bet he jerked off on it, if nothing else. Uh, not on the original, like a photocopy of a... Right, of, of course. A digital. You can't... He took it to a Walgreens. He got a copy. You're right. I mean, it's the government. Maybe they have a really good color printer there. If I doubt anyone, it. If anyone could afford... A quality color printer, the U.S. government could. I'm not saying they bought it. I'm just saying they could afford one. That's a good point. In a trillion-dollar budget, you could probably get one good printer. Man. I, I mean, I they're just, expensive, but at least one. Can I just have a million dollars? Like, can I just have a million dollars? Oh, my God. You, you Honestly, you could if you start a GoFundMe and then just be like, dude, I just want a million dollars. Probably, yeah. Because I know Moshe Kasher, <laughs> he made a GoFundMe. That say, hey guys, I just don't want to pay my rent for six months. Oh yeah, I remember that. I'm going. To, I mean, don't worry, I'm not broke. I'm going to make a movie, so I'm making the money. I just don't want to pay my rent. And then he raised like sixty thousand dollars. What a world we live in. A, the wog has a, what six twenty six million dollars raised already. Yeah, I feel like they're on GoFundMe, gonna... they're not going to get the two billion, but they've made twenty six million dollars. It's insane to help the wall be built. What if China just donates the rest? Do you know what you could do with $26 million just to help people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's so many things that Jesus money... Christ. Good times. So what, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Uh, my goodness, I have to bring up the calendar. I was such... I'm so unprofessional, guys. I do. Is this coming out today? Tomorrow? Next week? Next week. Next week. Sorry. Thursday. Oh, well, guys, thank you so much for coming out to the uh, Unpops... Uh, New Year's Eve Eve party. It was said, so much fun. Oh my god, we had so much fun. We'll be. It, it was. It was like I was just there, or gonna be just there. It's. It's. It's, it's a weird feeling. It's still new to it's us. It's joyous. Yeah, it's a joyous feeling. Uh, guys, as always, every Wednesday I'm at the Hollywood Hotel. If you're ever in the city of Los Angeles, come out for hilarity hosted by myself and Anya Malik. And also, if you are in uh, the city of Ventura, Ventura, California. I'll be out there on Wednesday the 9th, I believe. Uh, double check back with me. As always, follow me on the socials at Quincy Johnson II. And I post all my show information there. Yeah. I'm already digging into this Mariah Carey album yeah, I got in the are. mail. Mm. Uh, I don't have anything to plug right now. Patreon.com slash unpops. I'm going to be doing more comedy uh, in the new year. I'm also going to be writing more uh, uh, for money, hopefully, if you want to send me some. So that's all happening, and I think that's it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Quincy, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>